0: A woman attempting suicide in Japan is saved by 20 sumo wrestlers and Somali pirates are luring investors. And a humiliated traveler was refused service at a KFC drive through while on horse and buggy. These are the Weird Stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm happy that you've joined me. Let's get into the Weird Stories, everyone. Hey, Mainstream News. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Yay! A woman in Tokyo attempting suicide was saved by 20 sumo wrestlers. Oh, the big dudes stepped it up. A large group of gigantic men make the difference in a serious crisis in Tokyo by saving a woman's life. The article begins by saying Japan has been seeing some very encouraging drops in its suicide rates recently, but this doesn't mean that the country has completely solved the complex issues that convince people to take their own life. Early on last week, a woman in her 30s, was walking near the Kanagakawa River in Tokyo. Stepping out onto the pedestrian bridge that spans the river, she climbed over the high railing and threw herself into the water below in an apparent suicide attempt. It was 5.30 in the morning, and the bridge isn't located in a particularly busy part of the neighborhood. Fortunately, a 70-year-old local resident saw the woman fall into the river. Don't die, he shouted while whipping out his phone to call the paramedics. But it turned out there was help even closer. There's a building right on the corner, and it just so happens to be a dormitory slash training facility for sumo wrestlers. Imagine a dormitory filled with sumo wrestlers. That sounds, sounds like a lot of food is going in there, is, is my guess. Lots of food going into the sumo wrestling dormitory. Also, a lot of broken furniture. You probably need like a carpenter right on site 24-7 to repair all the shit that sumo wrestlers, I'd imagine, are breaking in a dormitory. Specifically, this sumo dormitory dormitory is called the Sakegawa Stable. And with sumo wrestlers generally following an early-to-rise regimen, there were large men present and ready to spring into action to save this lady. In total, approximately 20 wrestlers rushed to save the woman who appeared to be drowning in that river. They were able to pull her out of the water and onto the safety of dry land. Yay, sumo wrestlers! Now the sumo wrestler's work wasn't quite done yet, though. When the ambulance arrived, the paramedics brought a stretcher down to the river, put the woman on it. Unfortunately, there was a two-meter barricade between the bank and the street level. Luckily, there was no shortage of muscular strength on sight. And a number of the sumo wrestlers combined their strength to lift the stretcher up onto the road, after which it was loaded into the ambulance and the woman was taken to the hospital. Wow, this, the sumo wrestlers coming through twice. Unbelievable. These guys are great. I would totally hang out with sumo wrestlers, man. They would, I feel like they would keep you safe, right? Nobody's going to mess with you if you're hanging out with sumo wrestlers. And they seem to be kind individuals. I mean, I'm not going to let him into my fridge. That's a whole other story, right? They, They would just eat you out of house and home, I'd imagine. Well, the doctors later reported, good news. The woman suffered no serious injuries. The local precinct is considering a certificate of commendation for the sumo wrestlers, as well as the man who first called the paramedics. There's no mention of whether or not the award will be accompanied by a celebratory banquet, perhaps because of the expense such a meal would require. But regardless of how the wrestlers' careers in the ring turn out, they've all proven themselves champions of outstanding kindness and heroism and quick thinking. Why don't you give these guys a banquet, though? I think you should give them a banquet. They deserve it. They saved the lady's life. Not just a certificate to put on the wall of the dormitory. Feed these mofos. Give them a nice little treat. Why don't you? This is, this is a fabulous feel-good story. I love to, you know, whip out some feel-good stories on Weird AF News. Somali pirates are luring investors. <laughs> what has this world come to? In Somalia's main pirate lair, the sea gangs have set up a co-op to fund their hijackings offshore. A sort of stock exchange meets criminal syndicate. Heavily armed Pirates from the lawless Horn of Africa nation have terrorized shipping lanes in the Indian Ocean and strategic Gulf of Aden, which links Europe to Asia through the Red Sea. The gangs have made tens of millions of dollars from ransoms, and a deployment by foreign navies in the area has only appeared to drive the attackers to hunt further from shore. It's a lucrative business that has drawn financiers (laughs) Yes, please invest in our pirate operations, sir. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who is investing in Somali pirates? I'm so I'm so blown away by this. I mean, people will whatever, man. People will invest in anything and anything. I mean, the the things that people gamble on is just. So now the gangs in here have set up an exchange to manage their investments. Oh boy. Uh, I picture like a like a cave with some desks set up in there. <laughs> They're looking at the stock market in there. The pirates are wearing earrings, but like a three-piece suit. One wealthy former pirate named Mohammed took Reuters around the small facility and said it had proved to be an important way for the pirates to win support from the local community for their operations, despite the dangers involved. Oh, the local communities. (laughs) is all thumbs up. Hey, guys, no worries. No worries. We're not wasting the money we're stealing, okay? It's no more rum, wine, and women. It's... uh. You know, we're, we're dipping it into the Dow and the NASDAQ. Four months, ago, four, months, four, months, four months ago, during the monsoon rains, we decided to set up this stock exchange. We started with 15 maritime companies, and now we are hosting 72. Ten of them have so far been successful at hijacking, Mohammed said. The shares are open to all, and everybody can take part. <laughs> so, oh, I see what's going on. They're selling shares. It's like the Somali pirate company went public. The shares are open to all, and everybody can take part, whether personally at sea or on land, by providing cash, weapons, or useful materials. We've made piracy a community activity. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) Can I also invest in my local drug dealers as well? This would be fabulous. My drug dealers would give a good return on investment, I'd imagine. I think these guys do well. Harad here... 250 miles northeast of Mogadishu used to be a small fishing village now it is a bustling town where luxury 4x4 cars owned by the pirates and those who bankroll them create honking traffic jams along its potholed dusty streets well you guys keep investing and you know it's going to be bentleys bentleys through the fishing village Somalia's Western-backed government of President Sheikh Sharif Ahmed is pinned down battling hardline Islamic rebels and controls little more than a few streets of the capital. The administration has no influence in Haradahir, where a senior local official said piracy paid for almost everything in the city. Piracy-related business has become the main profitable economic activity in our area, and as locals, we depend on their output. The district gets a percentage of every ransom from ships that have been released. And that goes on public infrastructure, including our hospital and our public schools. This is fascinating. The pirates are paying for everything. In a drought-ravaged country that provides almost no employment opportunities for fit young men, many are, been, many are being drawn to the allure of the riches they see being earned at sea. Wow, the article goes on and on and on about you know, the pirates. We, I mean, we've seen the movies, right? Um, here's a quote from somebody. I am really happy and lucky. I have made seventy-five thousand dollars in only thirty-eight days since I joined the company. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I'm, you know, here I am in a closet recording a podcast for a couple hundred bucks, and, and you know, I, I need to join the the Somali pirates. I think. I mean, this this just seems to be, you know, let's just, I'm just take my talents to the high seas. You know, I don't know. I can hold a musket. I feel like I can carry crates. Uh, put an earring in. Yeah, I can balance a parrot on my shoulder. All right, all right. These are very old pirate tropes. I understand the Somali pirates don't have eye patches and earrings. I don't think, um, at least in the movie, they didn't. Um, what movie are you referring to, Jonesy? Well, I don't know the one with Tom Hanks. I can't remember the name of it. Didn't they like cast real Somali pirates in that movie? I don't know. Those guys have gone on to make tons of money. They rolled their Hollywood feature film money into, into a very profitable business back in their home country. Um, yeah, this is, this is wild, man. This is wild. There's another quote. I am waiting for my share from the Somali fund after I contributed a rock prope- rocket-propelled grenade for the operation. <laughs> oh, my God. A woman said this adding that she got the weapon from her ex-husband in alimony. Wow, this woman gets a rocket launcher in alimony, gives it to the pirates. She's waiting for her um, her, the return on her investment. It's unbelievable, man. This is crazy. What a crazy-ass world we live in. I mean, I'm just astounded by this. Huh. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. <laughs> oh, Jones, you just set them up, I'll knock them down. Of course I want my weird bone tickled. A humiliated traveler was refused service at a drive through KFC while on horse and buggy. A traveler claims he was left humiliated at a KFC drive through Why are you calling him a traveler? This is strange. If uh, just going to a KFC makes you a traveler, then I am a traveler as well. Uh, please feed me. I'm a traveler. I come from far away. Two blocks. <laughs> uh So, anyways, he went for a bargain bucket but was refused service because of the horse and buggy, it turns out. Who is this horse and buggy driver? Ian Bell says he trotted up to the window expecting to place his order, only to be told he would have to leave for the health and safety of other customers. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't think you're supposed to bring horse and buggies through the drive-thrus. Although, if I was working the drive-thru, I'd be so pleased to see that because it's got to be boring as shit working the KFC drive-thru. So anything dynamic to mix up my monotonous day, you know? Such, you know, uh, any any old traveler on some sort of strange vehicle would really perk up my mood. Ooh, look at this traveler in a in a horse and buggy. Ooh, a traveler in a motorcycle in a sidecar. Ooh, a traveler riding a small elephant. No, that's ridiculous. The 55-year-old said his beloved steed, Ron John, no, I'm sorry, John John is good as gold and made the argument horse and buggies were around long before motor cars. That's true, sir. That's true. They've been they've been around a long, long time. But then again, you know, so have spears. And, you know, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't bring a spear, you know, to the DMV, would you? I don't think you would. Uh (laughs) Also, you know what's uh, you know what's also been around a long, long time? Before clothing, there was no clothing. So then <laughs> you're just not allowed to go anywhere with no clothing. In fact, you can't even go into KFC with no clothing. Your argument that it's been around a long, long time is just not it's not gonna hold up really for anything, in my opinion. Photos show Ian and the horse John John, a seven year old Irish cob, pitched up Outside the KFC restaurant in Carlisle, Ian said, I had queued up behind some cars and was about to order a bargain bucket when all of a sudden this manager came out and said, You're not allowed through here. You're not allowed, traveler. (laughs) I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'd done nothing wrong. John John was behaving himself. He was quiet as a lamb. He's a very well-behaved horse. Sadly, in the end, I had to go to McDonald's for a Big Mac. No one there batted an eyelid. They didn't say anything to me at all. They just served me my my food. Really? They didn't say anything at all? You brought a horse and buggy through the McDonald's? That was okay? Is this some sort of uh, PR stunt by McDonald's? (laughs) It sounds like it could be. Uh, Ian also added, I think my treatment from KFC has been downright disgusting and discriminatory against people who use horse and buggies. (laughs) Oh, no. The horse and buggy is a common way to get around where I'm from, really. Is it common where you're from? I doubt it. Where are you from? You're probably from a place that has no KFC. You're probably from a place that doesn't have internet, Ian, which which is why you think riding around town in a horse and buggy and being accepted at every place of business while on horse and buggy is totally fine. It's totally going to happen and justified. But it's just not. That's not the world we live in right now. The fast food franchise has spoken out in defense of the manager's decision to deny Ian and John John's service, insisting the safety of guests is really important. Absolutely, it's important. Now, now I'm not going to lie. If I'm a guest at KFC, I would love to see a horse and buggy go through the drive thru I would. I thought that that you know, that would be cool because I like weird shit. Obviously, but I can understand people would be alarmed. Absolutely. Not to mention the employees might be a little you know. As an employee myself, if I was there, I'd be excited, but I can see a situation where some employee might be very frightened by the arrival of you know, an unexpected horse at your window. Of course, of course. A horse, of course, of course, of course. Nobody could talk to a horse, of course. How's the song go? Ian says, going around in the horse and carriage is just something I like to do. It's also good training for John John. I love John, John like he's a member of the family. In the same way, some people love their cats and dogs. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. Uh, that's great. That's great. I got a message though for all of you. Uh, you know, you people with pets that love your pet like a member of the family. That's okay. That's fine. But it doesn't. It doesn't give you the, you know, the permission to just take your pet everywhere you go in life. It, I'm sorry. It doesn't. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but y- y- you know. Just because you hear it again and again. But I love my insert animal like I love a member of my family. Why can't I take him or her anywhere? You know, that's just the lamest argument ever for taking an animal anywhere. And half of the time, it's a wild animal that people claim that they love as a member of their family. So why can't I take my bobcat to the nail salon? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I understand you consider it a family member. You're a little delusional by thinking an animal is a member of your family. I get it. Okay, though. I'm not going to deny you that. What you do in the privacy of your own home is your damn business. But out in the real world, we don't look at that as a member of your family. We don't even look at it as a human being, okay? It's going to be treated like an animal or a pet. I'm sorry to give you this bad news, guys. This is something you're going to have to... It's called being an adult, by the way. Being a reasonable human being and taking true responsibility and respecting the community. That's what it's called. I'm sorry that you have to do that now. (laughs) Wow, I got a little angry there. I apologize, guys. Just just forgive me, okay? I was bitten by a lemur at a subway, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up, my weirdos? I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. Thanks to everybody who sent me Florida Friday stories, and thank you for everybody who reached out to me over the weekend. I worked a little bit, had some time off, um did some work on the Weird AF News website as well. That should be going out soon. Uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate all of you checking in on me. I want to give some love to Carrie Self, who sent me some money for coffee, it looks like, through my PayPal, which is funnyjones at gmail.com. Thank you, Carrie. She wrote me a note that says, a little something for some coffee for you in these trying times. Thanks for the LOLs as always, Jonesy, and a big heart. Wow, oh, Carrie, with your big heart. Thank you so much, Carrie. I appreciate that so very much. Also, Eddie Ray sent me some money as well. Eddie Ray, who joined the Patreon and then sent me money on the side. Unbelievable, Eddie. Jeez. He sent me some Google Pay, which I think also goes to my Gmail. How does that work? I have no idea. He said, uh, lunch is on me, Jonesy. Stay awesome. Peace and love sincerely. Eddie from Jersey. Uh, Eddie's the man, by the way. Unbelievable. He's a big fan of the Florida Fridays, he says. A lot of people love Florida Fridays. That makes me so happy. Uh, somebody else that loves Florida Friday is Kelly. She wrote me a long message, too. Um, she she donated to my coffee fund last week and then wrote me a nice email. She says, um, my husband, the one who isn't amused by much but cracks a smile when he listens to you, asked me if I was having an affair with you, Jonesy. I, I said, first of all, he's about my son's age. And secondly, he's in Los Angeles. So no, honey, no. <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Lee, I can assure you, Kelly and I are not having any sort of affair. Um, Kelly writes, Florida Friday was great as usual. Uh, My favorite this time was the man who let his girlfriend's 12-year-old daughter break the law in, in his truck and bought her and her friends some vapes because he wanted to be a good dad though i question his methods maybe his heart really was maybe his heart was really in the right place it wasn't stuff that was good for the girls but it was a lot better than some people's weird boyfriends would act have a great weekend kelly kelly lee yes i agree with you on that take on the guy who bought the girls vapes his heart his heart was in the right place he wanted them to enjoy themselves you know he's like drive drive my truck well well over the speed limit and uh, smoke the vapes to your heart's delight young ladies Uh, I'm going to take you to the horse track (laughs) next. We're going to bet on some horses. I just want you guys to have a nice Tuesday afternoon, you know, fabulous. Well, thank you for the email, Kelly. A shout out to Kelly's husband as well. The Lee family supporters of weird AF news. I can't ask for much. Um, it's, it's people like that, that make this, uh, make me so, so pleased that I'm, I'm doing a podcast, uh, after all these years. Um, yeah, the weird AF news is probably going to be coming up on three years next month. I believe. I think I started in in July. Three years ago. I think. I think. I'll do some research anyways. Maybe I'll do like a three-year anniversary special or something. How about that? Yeah. Maybe I'll just have some cake and ice cream all by myself in my closet. That could be a thing I do. Why not? Um, I also want to give one last shout-out to Michelle Zanta. Michelle joined the Patreon. I can't remember if I gave her a shout-out on Facebook on Friday. No, I didn't because this came in on Saturday. Yes. She joined the Patreon, Michelle, who has been a long time OG listener of weird AF news. She sent me various messages on Facebook and emails and whatnot. We've gone back and forth. Um, she's lovely and, uh, very gracious, gratuitous. And I am grateful for her, her new, uh, Patreon membership. And, uh, I appreciate that, Michelle. Thank you for letting me be myself. Um, is that a song? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called Thank You, isn't it? Oh, man. I can't remember these, these days. My brain is fried. Uh, yeah. What else? Yeah, join the Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews where you guys can get bonus episodes and some other stuff that's in there. Weird stuff I put up in there. What did I just post in there? Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I posted a, a video that shows very strange places around the world, one of which I have visited, and I had everybody guess which place that I had visited. I haven't given up the answer yet. I'll probably do that tomorrow. But, yeah, uh, you for those of you who are in the Patreon who haven't checked it out, yeah, you can uh, watch that video and guess which place I've been to. Which weird destination? I love weird destinations. Whenever I'm in a faraway place, like a, a new city, I will look up weird and then insert that city, and then if there's something... Um, Uh, Usually it's got to be something free (laughs) because, you know, I can't always afford these things. But yeah, uh, usually I'll go check out something weird in the city that I'm in um, because I'm into that shit. And oftentimes I'll shoot a video and I'll edit it and put it on the Patreon. Uh, That's something that I've done a few times. But yeah, join the Patreon and have a good time. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Thank you for supporting the show, those of you who have. And um, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow.